Welcome to another episode of Mike M's Weekly Reads. And um, talk about real quick, uh, I'm still sick. Still got a cough. Um, getting by a little bit better. But uh, I will edit coughs out if I can catch them. Um, no, new, I, no new comics received except uh, some Thunderbolts. Um, for those of you that have been following me on Twitter, uh, I have been on a Charlton kick lately. Um, and having said that, I went and completed all of my um, Son of Vulcans from Charlton. Uh, completed all of the... What was the other one I completed? Oh, uh, Judo Master. And now I'm working on Thunderbolt. Uh, I almost have all the Blue Beetles, but I'll work on that one next and then go to Captain Adam. So um, I picked up Thunderbolt 51. And what was this number? Some of the numbers are like microscopically small. 54. And the final issue, number 60. So, where does that leave me? That 60 is about a VG fine, but I'll grade it a VG. And let's see where I'm at. So, this series went issue 1, 1966. And then went to issue 51. It jumped ahead. And then went to issue 52, which I don't have. So I need 52, 53, 52 and 53. Shit, I, I, I might just go get them today. And then I complete that run. And then I can go work on the Charlton Blue Beetle uh, particular comics. Uh, the Blue Beetles, I've even gone as early as Fox Comics. So I have like some Tencent Blue Beetles. But uh, the Ted Cord Blue Beetles, I'm missing a couple. Um, and I don't know if I'll ever get the first uh, Captain Atom, but I have a good portion of Captain Atom. Um, so. And I have read all his tales because I did buy the DC archives featuring the action heroes and Captain Adam. So I have read the tales, but it would be nice. So um, this this is an interesting factoid on the Thunderbolt. So I just mentioned that I finished Son of Vulcan. And, um, well, Son of Vulcan ended with issue 50. Son of Vulcan was only two issues, and then it was like mysterious suspense stories or something prior to that, which had the first Son of Vulcan. And then it jumped to Son of Vulcan, which went to issue 50. So it's like 49 and 50. And then Charlton's Thunderbolts took over in issue 51. So that's that explains why you jump from issue 1 to issue 51. Now I don't know why they would have jumped from one and not just went to two, uh, which is which is also a very interesting why they didn't do that. But um, 
I think I'm going to jump into a few questions, if I have any. Uh, this is from Kirk, um, Kirk Spencer. He asks, will sanity finally be restored to the world when we get a regular Indiana Jones comic? I would be happy to have another Indiana Jones comic come to uh, fruition. Um, I do have all of the Marvel Indiana Jones comics, um, including the movie tie-ins. I don't have all the Dark Horse Indiana Jones books, but I have a few. I have about half of those Indiana Jones uh, series. So, but I, I I I am looking forward to to completing those Indiana Jones comics at at some point, and I would be very happy if there was another Indiana Jones comic. You then say, do you think more toys should well, I, I don't know what that one just vanished on me. Do you think more toys should comic with comic books? I think you mean what should come with comic books. It seems like more lines should at least have many comics like the old uh, MOTU. Um, they do have uh, the Todd McFarlane's page punchers that come bagged with a comic book now. And the old Marvel uh, Legends figures used to have them, but uh, now they don't anymore. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I feel about those comics because I like the ones that are exclusive. Like, if they have different interior than, like, some issue uh, would have, then I'll actually seek out the comic. But as far as toys go... I never opened them, so I would never, I would see the comic there, but I wouldn't open it to go read it, so some of them I've acquired so I can go read it, and Harley's, looks like she wants to go outside again, so I'm going to let her out, do you want to go outside? But, um... I did get one of the McFarlane page punchers that had a new comic in it. So there was one that was released that had new stuff. And I did get that one. So the mini comics would also come with video games sometimes. But uh, like Atari Force. The next one. As a comment, you have uh, George Perez was going to put your wife in the Crimson Plague comic, but he gave up on the project. I still regret not th that not happening. Are there any projects you have a personal connection with, whether published or not? Um, a personal connection, I, I will say I was in, you know that there was a show called Castle? with uh, Nathan Fillon. Um, I did appear in an issue of that um, because when I was doing the DC Noise podcast, they had me and Keith on that in that comic book. And then me and Daryl, 
made an appearance in one of Monica's um, comics. I can't remember which one it was, but it was more of a comic strip. So we were actually personalized in that comic. So I've had had, you know, the 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 castle was Robert Atkins. Robert Atkins was a friend of the show and he did draw us in there. And uh I think Daryl was drawn into that comic of Castle as well and he was drawn into an issue of Oh God, Drew Moss's zombie book, but I can't remember because I actually bought the page because Daryl's head was decapitated in uh, in that issue, and I have actually have the comic plus the actual comic page that he drew for that. So yeah, we we've had some personalized things. Oh, I also did appear in Power Principle. Um, me and Harley are in Power Principle. So that one was cool. Um, so that's a personalized comic um, that that I, I'm really proud of to be in. Um, and I think you could get that digitally. Uh, I don't remember exactly which issue we were in, but so was Derek Coward, who's actually the father of this show because um, he hosts it. But uh, yeah, I have have some personal. Uh, projects that have, you know, have been probably the biggest one that got in front of people's faces was that Marvel comic with Castle in it. Um, maybe that Drew Moss one, but that was Daryl. So, yeah, it, it's been it's been fun to have that kind of thing. Crimson Plague, I don't think I own. I gotta check that out. I remember he did a lot of cosplayers in that Boom book, but I can't remember what what that one was called Let's see crimson plague i know i think crimson plague was like two issues yeah it was two issues and i wonder why i don't Are there are two versions of this yeah there were two versions it was an event comic there was one issue that came out of there, and that was George Perez. And then it was published in 2000 by Image, and that was two issues. So, no, I, I don't own any of these. I'm, I'm really curious to get them, though, because of it being George Perez and all, and they're pretty, pretty on the cheap side. So uh, that would be really cool to uh, pick up. So thanks for letting me know about that, Kirk. Uh, Jason um, from uh, the Comics for Fun and Profit interviews asks, what was one comic that you really wanted to buy, either from my comic shop or from a con, but couldn't because you didn't have the money for it? Um, there's there's a lot. Um, mostly early Justice Leagues. I haven't gone all the way down there. Some early showcases. Like, I, I'm not talking like Showcase 4 because I know that's out of reach. But, um, yeah, I, I have wanted like Justice League 1 and 2. And that's Justice League of America. So, yeah, there's been lots. There's been uh, thousands and thousands of them. 
that that I don't get. The the one that plagued me for a long time was Daredevil number one. I was always too shy to pull the plug, but then I finally did. So now I have full run of Daredevil. And I I've been less shy to get more expensive books. It used to be like I didn't used to like to spend three digits, but I I've spent. I'm not as shy about that anymore. But yeah, good question. I think I'm going to save the rest for later and pause this. All right, let's get to the weekly reads. Um, we're going to start with February 4th through February 12th of 2023. We had only 14 books read that week. Uh, Zenoscope 7, one Kickstarter, 10 Image, and 3 Dynamite. We'll start with the 4 out of 5s. We had revolvers from Image Comics. It's about a detective fights in Detroit with a revolver. You cut to the future, it gets a little confusing and supernatural, but I think what essentially happens is he died, and he's sort of like in a purgatory, and he's trying to find out who his killer is. So it's it's cool. I, I like the, the stuff that was grounded in Detroit, a lot more than I liked when it got supernatural, but it was a pretty solid book. It's a top cow book from Image. We have Nightclub number one. This is a Mark Miller book. This is an interesting one because it's got a price tag of a dollar ninety nine. You can't get a full comic for a dollar ninety nine anymore. So I would encourage price wise, this is the book you should be getting. He has three issues of it out. They're all $1.99. So this is a young kid who takes risks for social media. He injures himself with a broken neck uh, and back. And he's he's basically healed by a vampire. And he's bringing in his inner circle into his vampire world to sort of be heroes. We got Wonder Woman, Wonderland Asylum from Zenoscope. Now Violet is fighting Cheshire in Wonderland, and she runs into a man who wants to claim her as her his lover, but she is not having any of that. We got Red Sonia 5, 7, and 8. Um, I think this is the black and white. I think this is because I was missing number 6. So this is the red, black, and white. Five some great stories by my favorite. Um, my favorite was being the Phil Hester story about the nun, but it was really cool. So I still have to. I, I accidentally didn't order number six. That's what happened. Got Lovesick number two from Image Comics. Uh, fascinated by Domino and her incel following, crazy times and interesting back matter, especially. But this is about like the dark web. And Don, Donna Matrixes and stuff like that. And sex and people that... It's crazy. Uh, abuse and get, you know, like... It, it gets really interesting towards the later issues. Um, it's like Red Room, but more focused on one character. Red Room is a little bit focused on a world. It's like world building. Red Room is way better. This one is very interesting. Um, lovesick. Um the letters page is also very interesting on how the artist she she actually went to these dark places in the interwebs and stuff and and did her research that way and went to some very very dark places uh we got wonderland number 16 through 20 
Um, did I count that right? Yeah. Kaylee and Violet continue to battle with Wonderland, this time to find a doctor of Kaylee's mom, Alice. He is a perv that uses hypnotherapy, and he gets some swift justice. Meanwhile, the Red Queen plans on a war on the Queen of Spades, and the new Mad Hatter is slaughtering people. Kaylee and Violet now tap into the power of Wonderland and go on the offensive because they've been on the defensive for a long time to take on the new Mad Hatter and the dark Cheshire Cat. You'll see how all this stuff turns out. It gets crazy. Mad Hatter almost kills Kaylee while Violet has to escape into the mirror. Violet's adventure continues in Wonderland Asylum. We have Project Shadows, number one. Uh, this is the five out of five. This is from Evolution. I really like this because it had a Suicide Squad type feel. Uh, it, the team is formed and they have to go back to prison. Um, that seems to be attacked by War, Warbound, which is another Evolution comic. From It's a Kickstarter. I uh, really enjoyed this one. I thought it was very well told. Junkyard Joe, number one. This is a GI robot that protects people in Vietnam and then it cuts to the future as Jeff John's story Gary Frank art beautiful comic real well told um, highly recommended love everlasting five out of five one through five so this one was a woman lives like in a groundhog type day life and she finds romance across different times and places but she can never truly have love and there's like murder and suspense and all this stuff involved in it and then she kind of has to like relive in a different time period it's very interesting and they're told like a romance comic it's very cool those are five out of fives and then going from February 13th to February 19th I gotta go grab a water and also let Harley out again because she's healing um, if you didn't know she had cancer in her teeth so she had dental work had to get teeth removed they found cancer she had more dental work to remove that cancer the antibiotics that they put her on caused her to get a bladder infection and a yeast infection in her ear and now she's finally coming out of that funk and she's starting to act normal because she's just wanting to go in and out and in and out and uh that's a good thing. It's extremely windy today. Seems like we have gusts like up to 60 miles an hour. But I'm glad to be inside now. So uh, for this week we have the things that were watched. Um, the Last of Us uh, episodes 1 through 2 and 4 through 5. I rated 4 out of 5s. Tulsa King, I rated a 5 out of 5. Last of Us, Episode 3, a 5 out of 5. Just made the series stand above and beyond everything else that was post-apocalyptic. Fascinating episode. Had a total of 25 comics that week. 6 Marvel, 6 Image, 10 DC, 3 Antarctic. We'll start with the 3 out of 5s. Venom, 15 through 16. These were Dark Web. Eddie becomes another uh, character and is fighting his son and Red Goblin. Very convoluted. 
Um, the way this title comes in and out of events is insanity. And uh, it's making me close to dropping a book I really liked. So um, Marvel's destroying the book, I think. Um, by just it's just losing direction because of events and uh, I want the book you know Carnage same way so we get to uh, the four out of fives we have Justice League number 75 this was the death of the Justice League Pyra brings in the death villains and kills off the Justice League in the current roster Black Adam survives and lets the rest of the league know that that they are dead and that's when Jonathan Kent tries to form a Justice League we have nightclub number two this is the vampire one after he was bit his friends are now turned into vampires and they're going to use their powers for good we have skybound X four and five this is the anthology Rick Grimes 2000 was the highlight but the other backups like sea serpent hair sea serpents hair redneck and excellence code um, Trevor Keaton and, and Gasolina were all pretty good. So there, there was some, some highlights in that anthology. We have Amazing Spider-Man number 18. Spider-Man and uh, the team fight the demons. With the help of Madeline Pryor and the X-Men, everyone turns on Ben except Hallow's Eve, which is his wife. We have Dark, fina Dark Web Finale. Madeline Pryor condemns Ben to Limbo. And Limbo uh, Castle exists in New York. It's weird. It's in the middle of New York City. I don't know how they're going to write that into anything. Uh, ben saves his wife before imprisoned. We got Justice League Road to Dark Crisis, number one. This is Nightwing and John's story. There's also a Nocturna story. If you're a Batman fan, you'll enjoy that. And the new villain story. And there's a Flash story as well. It's like an anthology leading to Dark Crisis. It was real well crafted. We have Lovesick 3 and 4. Domino is attacked and almost killed by the incel group. You learn about Domino's past and how she came under the influence of a cannibal man who controls her. That's This is when it starts getting crazy. Uh, we got Chroma number 1. A young boy in a world without color. Doubts everything when a monster turns out to be a little girl so all his beliefs he's supposed to treat this girl as a prisoner but he he turns into her as a friend and he's like well how could something so beautiful be a monster and then there's a very surprising ending that's from image comics we have mary jane and black cat number two black cat wants to tell mary jane about her peter in limbo as they team with sin uh, to get out of limbo. MJ's powers are whack in this issue as she generates feathers. Uh, we have Detective Comics uh, 1060 through 1065. The Tamaki conclusion to the Riddler story and the Ram V story begins his crazy story that involves the descendants of the Arkhams, Talia and Two-Face. A lot going on on that Ram V story and you really have to pay attention to all the details. We have Detective Comics 683 and 684. This is a Penguin two-parter. Penguin actually hires this actuary character to help him make robber robberies under Batman and Robin's noses. Eventually, the actuary gets defeated, but Penguin plays 
innocent and gets away with it. We have five out of fives. So we have Dark Web X-Men number three. The redemption of Madeline Pryor as Jean Grey shares all of her experiences of watching her son with Madeline. Um, she joins the X-Men and Spider-Man. So I, I really liked how the Madeline Pryor thing played out in Dark Web. I didn't like the Ben Riley part because I'm a Ben Riley fan and a Madeline Pryor, but I just like the way the Madeline Pryor stuff uh, ended. Uh, the la the five out of five uh, was Jungle Comics seven through nine. Uh, I love this one. Xandor is awesome. The Bermuda Triangle Lost Story is great, and the one shots enjoyable and pleasing to the eye. Um, so the five out of fives were Dark Web X Men number three and Jungle Comics seven through nine. We're getting to the final week there. We'll start with the four out of five uh, shows and movies. I gave a four out of five to Andor, to Yoga Hosers, Jay and Silent Bob Rebooted, uh, DC League of Super Pets, and Cocaine Bear. The five out of five goes to an old movie that I had never seen before, but read the Marvel adaptation, The Deep. I love that movie. It was really good. We got 14 comics, 5 Xenoscope, 3 Marvel, 1 Hero, 1 Battle Quest, 4 Antarctic. Uh, that week I read Marauders 7 and 8. Uh, I was always wondering, not not a lot, I always forget what this book is about because it's very mediocre. That's why I gave it a 3 out of 5. Um, but I did say that it, it, it introduces something that it's a way out of Krakoa. Like a way they could... It's something's there that they could use to write them out of Krakoa and, and this uh, dead, you know, you can't die kind of thing. We have uh, the next four out of five, Captain Thunder and Blue Bolt. This is a black and white uh, comic from uh, Hero. Um, this is the first time experiencing Captain Thunder and Blue Bolt, which had a previous volume to this one. And I really enjoyed it. Um, had to be with him and him, Cap Captain Thunder and Blue Bolt, uh, his son, invading an island that had like nuclear devices, and then flashing back to why he attack he's attacking this island a second time with his son. So then we get Wonderland 22, 21 and 22. Uh, the Void creates Hazel. And has her come after Kaylee. Um, Kaylee is the mom to who's the daughter to Alice in Wonderland, and has the daughter Violet. Uh, it's confusing in, in Asylum. Violet and Kaylee are reunited, but not in the ongoing. And I read them in that order. We have Wonderland Asylum three and five. Will Violet have to become the new Mad Hatter and spend the rest of her? Life married to the void? I sure as hell hope not. Violet accepts Void as her husband to protect the Littles and become the new Mad Hatter. Um, Earth and uh, Wonderland are connected. With the help of Lori Little, Violet returns to Earth and Kaylee, her mom. It's a very fun miniseries that's tied directly into the Wonderland ongoing. We have a premiere of a new publisher, Battle Quest, uh, Trident of Ariella. I really like this one. It was my first Battle Quest comic. Um, 
I wanted to read this one right away to determine if I should add number three to my pre-order. I really enjoyed it, so I added all of them to my pre-order to make sure I'll finish this mini. We have from Antarctic, a post-apocalyptic type comic book called Unprepped, where the world ends, sort of, and there was a survivalist friend that they're trying to head to his house to try to survive in this crazy world. They find him dead, but they find his bunker there, and they live in that actual bunker, and it shows them as they get invaded by other people, his, his actual bunker. It, it's a cool story in this uh, post-apocalyptic world. The last four out of five was Strange Tales, number 125, volume one. Ben and Johnny seem Namor is heading to New York and attack when Reed had invited the Namor for negotiations between Atlantis and New York. Namor won't trust Reed again because he feels betrayed because of the attack. Mordo uh, attacks and he captured the Ancient One. How will Doctor Strange survive? That was a really cool 12 cent comic. I really enjoyed that one. Four out of five. So my top reads for those three weeks were Strange Tales 125, Dark Web X-Men number three, Jungle Comics 7 through 9, Project Shadows number one, Junkyard Joe number one, and Love Everlasting number one through five. So I want to thank you for listening. Um, you've been uh, listening to uh, Mike M's Weekly Reads. And I want to thank you all for questions, Jason and Kirk. I, I really appreciate the questions. And you can reach me and send me more questions at Twitter at Mike at Mike Myers Brunch. That's where you get me on Twitter. Or you could send me snail mail on email at Mike at comicbooknoise.com. And you can find me at geekbrunchpodcast.com where you'll find great podcasts like Mike M's Weekly Reads, this one, Geek Brunch, and Geek Brunch Retrocast. And you could also find me at dcnoisepodcast.com where you can find me and Kyle talking about DC Spotlights. So I want to thank you for listening and you guys be good and be healthy. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.